0: Sim. So
1: So the year was 1943 and the song I'll be home for Christmas served as a poignant reminder to the many men and women serving overseas that home was very, very far away. And it was then in that season on the the battleship, North Carolina, that uh, their chaplain had an idea. He knew that the crew was feeling homesick and because they knew they were going to be deployed uh, throughout the holidays. And he could feel that coming from them and he wanted to do something to make a difference. And so he went to every service crew member and asked them for $5 for the ones that, that had children. So $5 for each child and he asked for their addresses. And he took that information and that money and he sent it to Macy's department store and communicated with them, asking if they could take that money and buy toys for those children and get them mailed to those addresses in time for Christmas. Because a lot of the crew uh, was from the New York City area. And so he asked if Macy's could accomplish that for them. Now, that was a big thing to ask. It was a Herculean task, all those people, all those names, but Macy's to their credit, was able to do it. I mean, remember, this is way before Amazon. Jeff Bezos would not be born for 20 years. And so they were able to, one by one, go through and collect these gifts and make that happen. And so that in itself was a bit of a Christmas miracle. So Christmas Eve that year came around. And there on the ship, on the North Carolina, on the battleship, they always would have a party you know, skits, games, really good food, something to get their mind off of where they were, what was going on, to remind them a bit of the holidays. And so they had done that. All the festivities throughout the night had been terrific. And the chaplain then came to the stage afterwards and said, we have one more surprise for you. It's a a film we want you to watch. Now, the crew was pretty much just expecting that it would be the typical fare they get from Hollywood that they would see on board every now and then. But then the Film reels clicked on, the lights turned up, and they saw something that surprised them. They saw images of their own spouse or their own sons and daughters opening the presents they had sent for them. They could hear the voices of their spouse saying, Honey, we miss you. We love you. Please come home. They could hear the sounds of their children as they're opening those presents and their children would shout with voices of glee for these amazing new presents that they had received if you can imagine that scene there in the hull of a ship that spans some two and a half football fields in length that darkness with the black and white footage of that newsreel grainy images that we've seen from that era it created maybe a longing almost too deep to express a homesickness that uh, was beyond description but it was also for them a surprise too joyous for them to ever ever lose sight of and in that moment all those rugged sailors could do was watch and laugh and weep. They weren't home for Christmas, but Christmas had come home to them. In a profound way, that's what we celebrate at Christmas. The birth of Jesus serves as this beautiful and fragile reminder that although mankind could not make our way out of our own flaws, could not overcome our own weakness enough to somehow make our way to God. And because of that, God would instead give his own son to make a way for man. We wouldn't get home for Christmas, but through Jesus, Christmas came home to us. That's what Jesus did. See, just like you, we're all made of the same stuff, you know. In life, we have good intentions with bad execution. And sometimes we have bad intentions and good execution on those. All of us are bearers of the image of God. All of us experiencing that perfect image tarnished. We couldn't be good enough. No amount of success or ability or good deeds or selfless acts could overcome our human condition, the problem of sin. And so God would address this problem once and for all by sending his son not only to come and be born in a manger, but to die on a cross, to bring Christmas home to us. As the book of John says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. That's what Jesus did for you. That's what Jesus did for me. Jesus longs to have a relationship with us, and he gave everything to make that possible. To bridge this gap of sin that stands between God and man. In Jesus, then, Christmas comes home. The question for us because of that is this. Will Jesus have a home in me, in my life? So, amidst the the beauty and the pageantry and the gifts of Christmas, there's really only one question that remains. Will we receive the greatest gift of all? The gift of Jesus. And if you desire to do so today, I just want to give you that chance. Not because I have anything to do with that gift. No, I'm just delivering a message. I'm just one beggar telling another beggar, this is where we can find food. (laughs) But today, you can come into relationship with Jesus or you can come back into relationship with Jesus. It's possible in this moment. Because with a simple prayer, that relationship can begin. Because we will never fully understand what it is to come home for Christmas until Christ has been allowed to come home in us. And I pray with you. Let's pray together. Dear Jesus, today, I want to come home for Christmas, and I realize that my true home is found in you. Jesus, would you forgive me of all my sins? Come into my life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Jesus, you gave your life for me. Today, I give you my life in return. Amen.